You are now in the zone. The zone with taste test live. Hosted by Damien Lamar and Blue Francois. What's jazzing? What's jazzing? What's jazzing? What's jazzing? Yeah, welcome to Taste Test Live. I'm Damien Lamar. I'm the host of Taste Test on WJCT 89.9 FM, the NPR affiliate here in Northeast Florida. My radio show, Taste Test, is a one-hour music program that airs weekly on Saturdays and Tuesday nights at 11 p.m. Eastern. And this year's goal is to redefine urban radio. We do that in several ways. We have you here who are here listening on the show, and we also redefine urban radio with the podcast. So back again for another fantastic week is joining me in the studio. Studio One is my co-host, Mr. Blue Francois Extraordinaire. Welcome. Blue! Blue! Blue. Hey, I'm here. (laughs) How you doing, man? I'm good, man. Had a good weekend. You did? Yeah. What happened this weekend? Saturday, I was at a live recording, I mean, listening party with Damien Lamar. You're talking about me as if I'm not here. Oh, yeah. I was there with you. Awesome show. Had an awesome party. Thank you. I had a few, I had maybe three sips and I was gone. Yeah. You know, I think Blue's a lightweight. He is a lightweight. (laughs) I don't drink. Yeah. It was like you told told the bartender to go easy. And um, he ended up, like, I guess putting, or she. Yeah, she put too much. She put too much? That's too much, though. Um, um, Two two sips of alcohol for me, I'm done. But Autumn had to uh, carry me to the car. Thank you, Autumn. Jesus. (laughs) I didn't realize that. So I'll make sure I um, hide all my liquor (laughs) when you come to the house. It was Um, a few more people wasted at your party than me, though. Because they was a little cuckoo. Present company included. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I wasn't cuckoo. I was just having a lot of fun. So, so speaking of this party, yes, I had the privilege and the honor of celebrating my first year on the radio. Taste Test Radio went has been on the radio for a year. So I decided to throw an anniversary party slash uh, going away party for my friend Kila. Kila and Demetrius, her husband, are moving to Sasebo. Japan, they're in the military, and wow. will be leaving um, pretty soon to head over to um, Japan for three years. So, yeah, um, and I kind of walked in while everybody was saying all these like sad stories. We're gonna miss you, and you're gonna. And I'm like, uh, uh-uh, uh, hold on, this is supposed to be a party, y'all. Uh, uh-uh, uh, y'all, we can't do this. Yeah. So um, I turned the music on, and we proceeded to party, right? Yeah. So um, yeah, that was fun. So, yeah, it's a new year and a new yeah. season for Taste Test. Um, we're officially moving into year two. Um, just got moved to Saturday nights, which mm. is awesome for you, for our guest artist who is v- visiting today, yes. which you guys will learn a little bit more about. But, Blue, before we dive in and really, really learn about our guest artist today, can you take a few moments and tell our first-time listeners what they can expect with Taste Test Live? Yes. Each week on Taste Test Live, we have heartfelt and insightful music digestion sessions. And we also highlight the happenings in the music and entertainment industry. On our podcast, we interview artists, singers, producers, entrepreneurs, and more. Yes, we do. And I'm so excited. Um, This year's focus is to feature more live in-studio performances. So we'll have some new, fresh content for all of you subscribers and listeners so that you have stuff to see and experience. And we are also now booking guests into April. So I'm pretty excited about that. Um, If you'd like to be a guest on Taste Test, the radio show, or on Taste Test Live, the podcast, head over to www.tastetest.live so we can consider inviting you on the show. So, yeah. Um, I have to say, before I I read our guest bio and really dive into... um, the guest interview because we want to we want her to be a part of the yeah. set the segment yeah. before I do that um, you are responsible for bringing this beautiful being into the studio today and he's he's doing some kind of like Egyptian <laughs> Aztec what, what, what kind of what kind of dance is that it's called um, oh no I don't know what it's called that's the Egyptian bank yeah, bounce yeah bank bounce the Egyptian bank <laughs> bounce bank <laughs> bounce I, I like that though that was that was pretty like, good I gotta work on my I gotta work on those moves remember the time oh yeah yeah Michael Jackson remember the time with Iman yeah you buy yeah and Eddie Murphy was in that video yeah that's a good video man that video I watched that a couple weeks ago it's still good that's dope yeah still yeah shout out to all right rest in peace MJ yeah king of pop king of pop yeah. yeah, 
His legend definitely will live on forever, though. Yeah. Definitely. So this lovely voice you hear in the background is Miss Charity Lenique. Um, I'd like to take a quick moment and introduce our guest to you guys. Charity Lenique, born and raised in Jacksonville, Florida, believes to be destined for artistry. Her debut project, Sweet Nothings, is a small yet profound glimpse into her fabulous mind. As a singer-songwriter, Charity Lenique expounds on being focused, but not only losing sight of one's true, true tunnel vision, her intentions for Sweet Nothing's project was to literally shed light on everyone, especially creatives who are working on their dreams in hopes to remind them to avoid being distracted and stay focused. So before performing music or pursuing music, Charity Lenique catered to many gifts uh, she, from freelance modeling, professionally dancing for Jacksonville Giants, and even exercising her intellectual skills by working in corporate America. Like many creatives who are called for a bigger purpose, she never felt fulfilled. And I can understand that. Um, this process was not easy. And as, um, as one that is ensured the strip down of who she thought she was, she's becoming who she now is. Um, Charity Lenique has gracefully experienced through the storms, sunny days, which led her to write every piece of content on her debut record, Sweet Nothings. Relatable, the lyrics that she puts out, listeners and viewers who are listening to them, they really want to see and experience her without all the gimmicks. The Soulful Diva gives us class and a sprinkle of hood as she's true to her Duval culture and home training. So welcome to Taste Test Live, Miss C. Lanique. Yes, I definitely feel welcome. Yeah, happy to have you. you. It's been a while. We've known you were going to be on the show for a while. <laughs> And yes, every and time I see the date getting closer and closer, yeah. I get really, really excited because personally, I listened to your LP and I bumped it like a whole weekend. Yes. Like I was like, <laughs> Thank why you. are that. you still in <laughs> Jacksonville? Like yeah. I'm waiting. So have hopefully after this interview, mm -hmm. uh, your agent, manager, um, uh, publicist, whomever. We'll hear this and say, yeah, we need to do a better job making sure she's represented <laughs> and and like <laughs> launch her. I'm just saying, y'all, y'all listening, y'all better step it up. Step it up. She ready. Don't look at me, Charity. <laughs> she ready. I'm blue nose, but I'm looking at them, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> you talking about me? <laughs> well, yeah, you one of the one of the people on the team. Y'all better get y'all act together, man. Yes, I I really appreciate that shade. Yes. Yeah, I, I throw I try I try to throw shade as much as possible. Sometimes <laughs> I go for like casting the whole palm tree. <laughs> and you know, if if it's one of those trees with nuts, and you you got a nut fall on your head, yeah. then oh, you know that was coconuts. <laughs> some some palm trees have coconuts, so you might get hit in the head with a coconut. Hey, yeah. Um, but it's all done and fun. It's all done. That's done. that's all done and fun. So, exactly. Um, so welcome. Let's um, we're gonna jump. If you don't mind, will you join us in our next segment? Absolutely. We missed it last week. Blue had an emergency and he couldn't be here, mm -hmm. so I had to interview a really great guest. Ace Wynn was on Ace last Wynn, week. Yeah. Oh, nice. Talk to him. Yeah, I listened to yeah. Him. Thanks, Autumn. <laughs> Autumn represented. Yes, she she did. jumped in and she was okay. the hostess with the mostest. <laughs> yeah. Shouts out to Autumn. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so um, this week we're gonna back. We'll be or we're back with a segment called "Put This in Your Mouth." Okay. Put this in your mouth. Put this in your mouth. Okay. You know I'm going to sample that, right? Yeah. <laughs> you already know. I'm just letting you know I'm going to do it without your permission. Okay. No, you can. You and I'm going to put it to music. And you'll be like, dang, he, Damian Lamar got a, a jingle. Like, he got some free media bites. So thank you for that. Can you do that one more time? I got you. Put this in your mouth. Oh, just the same way. I thought I was going to ease up. Sometimes I ease off and do another little. Sometimes you know. they don't even take all that. You yeah. did it. The, she did it right on the first try. That was a one and done right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this week, Blue. Oh, my God. It's we, a we lot. Got, uh, we got quite a I'm bit to discuss. Okay, that's good. So let me just set it up for our guests. So, Charity, since this is your first time here. I put this in your mouth segment is what I refer to as the music digestion section of the podcast. This okay. is where we talk about what's going on in the industry, who's who's doing what, who's showing out, who's dropping music, who's, you know, coming up with some exclusive music, who's doing some great things. We're going to lead off with some positivity. So, Blue. Okay. Give it to us. <sighs> um, DJ Maceo of De La Soul stopped in off his tour, um, performed live here in Jacksonville at 1904. Um, he also did a live podcast interview with um, Al Pete and DJ Guru, and they it was an awesome show. Like, he... he um, 
did some amazing things on the ones and twos and it was the whole hip-hop nostalgic vibe um, and I was glad I was able to not only um, document the night but also to experience it so that was um, very good 1904 is iconic for like hosting and letting you know some of the best come perform so yeah i mean they they've brought in i mean my last real concert was adrian young oh. and ali shaheed muhammad that used to be with look uh, them up y'all Dale look them up. Try call quest um they are the composers of um luke cage on netflix yeah. so all the music that you hear when you're watching let luke cage those guys and they put out this project called the midnight hour and um Lauren Oden, um, one of the singers, yes. he dude sang. But yep. that was an amazing concert. I have some video footage I can show you after this if you want. So yeah, um, back, shout out to all of our good yeah. friends at 1904. Shout, shout out, out to Mr. DJ Al Pete, DJ Guru. They, DJ uh, they Guru. do they, uh, they do an event. Um, I think it's every other Sunday the session, and a nice vibe. They had a live painting by Aaron Kendrick. Um, so it was amazing. Okay. Um, Travis Scott is set to headline the Pepsi pre Super Bowl party in Atlanta. Um, so um, I think Atlanta's gonna uh, Super Bowl is gonna be February third, and it's gonna be like it's gonna be crazy. I think. I'm, uh, matter of fact, I think I'm going up there for Super Bowl. Oh wow! You, uh, are you you're going to the game, or you just going no, no, to no, 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 I'm not going to. The, I'm just gonna be working with a with a program with a, um with a program that's gonna be doing like live events with celebrities. So I'm just gonna be taking pictures and come back. So, yeah, man. Okay. You, you're gonna get in the thick of it though. It's yeah, gonna be lit th- up yeah, there right now. Yeah. Um, um, Soldier Boy took headline uh, last week. Uh, he did a, a, a interview <laughs> with the Breakfast Club that went viral. Mm-hmm. He was uh, proclaiming that he had the biggest comeback, and everybody was arguing that he didn't. And uh, he was saying that Tigger didn't really have the biggest tum- comeback, and so he was challenging why he was the biggest. Um, didn't make a lot of sense, but he did state a lot of facts. Um, his present, his delivery was not the best, but um, when uh, viewers end up looking up his uh, background he was one of the first artists to be on the internet to uh, you know start a movement he wrote and produced his song that he got all the world you know got all the money from um, he uh, made claims that uh, Drake copied a lot of his styles yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a big soldier boy fan but but the interview was funny yeah it was funny it was very funny uh, yeah. I, I, didn't he say hip hop he what? He said hip hop. He was yeah. referring to hip hop. Yeah, he, yeah. he referred. I mean, I laughed because I was like, "Oh, Soldier Boy, just you know, he's got, yeah. you know, he's not the king of hip hop. He's the king of hip hop." Yeah, yeah. You know what made the whole? You know what made the interview funny? Like, I, I heard he was born in Mississippi. He lived in Atlanta, and he lived. You know, he's in. You know, now he lives in L.A. And uh, on a separate uh, on Complex magazine, you now they do something called Everyday Struggle. And DJ Academics asked him a question and said, "Hey, uh, no, um, he was like, hey, 'Hey, I'm from Zone One.'" Which is in Atlanta, and uh, <laughs> he go, he said. So I, I did him say, but I thought you was from um, Comp. He said something, he, and he told him. He said, "Shut the f up!" And oh, it was so on the interview, on the interview live, oh, oh. and he was making threats at him and saying, "You don't know me. I, I slap that. You know, I slap y'all right now." And it was just going. You can take him out of the hood, but you can't take the hood out of him. So it, it was funny. I um. Oh, Soldier Boy. But I, you know, I do have a lot of respect for Soldier Boy for pioneering this whole internet movement and helping artists to put their music on the platform of YouTube and yeah. creating a career from it. Mm-hmm. He had a point. He just came about it the wrong way. Bad delivery. About it the wrong way. Bad you know? delivery. And you know, I can do it some. You know, without the way that he talks, but you know, he's very passionate. And you know, his and he love hip hop. He no, loves hip hop. Hip hop. <laughs> he loves hip hop. <laughs> and you know what's so funny? He's a genius. Like now, he's he's being uh, tweeted. He's being you know searched. You know, he's trending right now. And he dropped a song called um, "Drip." Um, which um, I, I didn't like it, but he got a lot of views. He actually right now has more views than any other guest that has been on Breakfast Club. Whoa. Uh, he um, beat, um, who hold the record was 6 uh, 9 So he beat him in his first week. So he has more views on Breakfast Club right now than any okay. other. Uh, so. Uh, so, yeah. So, Damien. Damien. <laughs> anyway, uh, J. Cole releases a new single called The Middle Child. Um... Um, he is 
one of my favorite hip-hop rappers. I'm just going to say that, hip-hop rappers. Um, I love a lot of the projects that he's doing. He's being very, you know, different and versatile. So shout out to J. Cole on his new project. And, um, okay. Wait, wait, before I go to the, that. Yeah. Um, two things I want to mention. Uh, I, I wasn't. How do you know what I was going to say? I, yeah, before you say that, listen. The Mute R. Kelly campaign is growing and is going strong. It's getting bigger. Two, um, the RCA have just dropped R. Kelly um, um, billboard stats off of the billboard, so so they don't report. So if he's being played anything, they um, they're not going to be reporting anything from R. Kelly. And then um, and then also um, R. Kelly is pe- uh, more people are trying to you know trying to indict him and try you know try to press more allegations. But um, you know if that goes through or not, you know hopefully um, more people will join the Mute R. Kelly. Well, speak, speaking of Mute R. Kelly, a yeah. couple weeks ago we had our guest uh, Chris White Chris from White, the yeah. Cats Downstairs on and his lovely fiance mm-hmm. Jihan Grant. And uh, Jihan, for those of you who haven't heard the, the podcast, go back and listen. Yeah, There was a, a great segment on um, uh, sexuality, um, the, how in the industry a lot of misogyny is going on. She spoke a lot on that, and um, you know, with especially during that that time with the Lifetime um, Networks uh, expose of all things R. Kelly, mm-hmm. um, surviving R. Kelly as they as they refer to it. Mm-hmm. In spite of all that, there was recently, and one of my things that I like to mention is one of my favorite artists, Erica Badu. She's under fire for that. something that she said now. I'm not going to necessarily defend Badu, but I have to preface by saying that after she said what she said, I went back and saw what she said, and I'm not sure how people can literally take the words of the artist and completely twist them and run to the blogs, run to the media. I'm going to defend Eric Badu. I'm I'm not not saying I'm defending her because Mm -hmm. her words don't need to be defended. She Mm -hmm. said, like, R. Kelly needs to get some help. Right. And... Uh, she talked about the that she she's going to pray. She's like she's praying yeah. for R. Kelly and that she loves him with unconditional love. Which is nothing. So wrong. people are like, oh, you shouldn't love him with unconditional love. No, 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 we can't do that. And she so, don't buy her tongue. So if if someone's if someone is, it, let's say they're sick. Let's say this is an illness. If if all these allegations are true and he actually really did. Uh, have sexual relationships with a bunch of not minors and he was seeking them out mm-hmm. if he's got a problem he should get help yeah that's this is what she's saying yeah. and that we need to we need to allow him to get help instead of completely condemning a person um just all of a sudden com- completely condemning them based on mere allegations yeah nothing has been proven in the court you, aren't you guilty in a court of law until proven proven innocent right yeah. or aren't you innocent until proven guilty I should say so I guess. she you know after she communicated there there's been a lot and Erica you know knowing her she does tweet and she's got you know well over almost 3 million followers close to 3 million followers on Twitter she she went to Twitter and she completely explained herself Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I would. She says, "I love you unconditionally. That doesn't mean I support your choices. I want healing for you and anyone that you've hurt as a result of you being hurt. Is that strange to you? Mm-hmm. Um, that's all I've ever said. Anything else has been fabricated or taken out of context. Yeah. I'd and say. when you come from a position of love and light, sure, you're going to be misconstrued because people want to see people exactly. they they people want to negativity. strip you down they want to take you down instantly and um right now he should be i mean until until all these allegations are, are cleared up we should allow the judicial system to do what the judicial system does right. and we I know agree. we know in in, in in our own case that the judicial system doesn't always win it doesn't always yeah. work it, it fails us uh, yeah. and a lot of times so um but for those of you who who are reading and you saw the backlash there i'm not sure why there was any backlash against erica badu please do yourself a, a service when you're hearing someone speak 
listen to what they're saying. Try not to extrapolate your own perceptions and your own context from what was going on. Right, right. You know, hear people for what they say at face value. Don't, don't, don't take people's words and and thwart them and you know move them around. Yeah. Give people what they. She said, like you know, Nene leaks on Real Housewives of Atlanta. I said what I said. I said. <laughs> I mean, when I you said. say what you said, you can stand by what you said. You don't have to go in and backtrack. When she realized, Erica realized, because there's one point in the in the interview when she was speaking. Yeah. She says, now I got to see I'm back out of this, because she knows. <laughs> yeah. How yeah. people are going to take her yeah. words and yeah. completely turn them around. Them, yeah. I mean, so, if people listen with the intent to understand, even or just sat back and really read what she said instead of being on the, like everybody's just ready, you know. And right. in the time we're living in, everybody's just gung ho on. Oh, you know, they they want to right, like you said, it's like rowdy, it's negative, you know. Yeah, and so you they thrive they off the negativity mm-hmm. instead of yeah. you know, like when somebody's doing something positive, you don't hear anything about it. But the minute something somebody's doing negative, that's all you hear. You see it on <laughs> right. the news fifty exactly. million times a day. The media <laughs> will like, they will put a new jacket on it. Yeah, exactly. you know, it's it's it it keeps going. So. um that's that's my little speech. I'm not going to do too much more talking about R. Kelly, but yeah. there there are some <laughs> other allegations that are brewing against another man musician right yeah. now. A judiciary source in Paris confirmed um, that Tuesday on Tuesday that Chris Brown has been detained along with two other unnamed individuals on charges on aggravated rape and multiple narcotics offenses um, on na- multiple narcotic offenses, and that they currently remain in police custody right now. I did not know about this. Wow. Yeah, so... Uh, I'm not sure how to feel. I like don't Chris have Brown. the full story, but I heard... Did you hear Chris You know, Chris Brown rape someone? Yeah. It's, it's, uh, oh, what did he post but on that's, the street? That's what's on the street. That's yeah. the word on the street. What because did he post? He said he denied... Well, he, he denied it completely. He's like, never. Yeah. You know, this is a direct character assassination yeah. against yeah. him yeah. and his family. He's yeah. got a family. He's got a daughter he's trying to raise, you know... Uh, we have to be very mindful and careful, even in the position that we're on. Yeah. Um, in this in this podcast, yeah. we we deliver information, and it, it sometimes there are allegations. Uh, we we talk about it's being reported that so so and so happened. We don't. I don't know these people. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if what happens, but I know a lot of people, especially our listeners. Yeah. They love this juice. Yes. Yeah. They love the tea. <laughs> they like the tea. <laughs> they like to put the tea in the mouth. So. Um, yeah, we, we we do our best to 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 provide some light. So yeah. um, I I really hope that that it didn't happen. Yeah, I, I hope that Chris Brown didn't. Jesus, you can't take something that doesn't belong to you, guys. Yeah, yeah. All right, that's my speech. Yeah. So, um, we're gonna take a quick break. Yeah, um, um, break. Before the way we take a break is we we play music. So, Charity, what did you bring to share with our Taste Test Live listeners today? Oh, well, we can actually enjoy Love Down. Yes, that's my favorite, John. Yes, it is actually my favorite, too. Well, one of my favorites um, off of Sweet Nothings, which is the uh, my debut EP that we kind of talked about a little bit earlier, which we'll dive more into later. Mm-hmm. But yes, guys, Love Down. Um, it's really fun. So, yeah. All right. So right here, here's a Taste Test Live exclusive by Charity Lanique. Love Down. Have a taste.
that's my favorite that's my favorite song on the whole record yes thank you so why is it your favorite oh man um i think it's my favorite because it's so fun and when ed um my producer when he sent it to me i was like man this is like I get a, I got a Prince vibe from it, you know, yes. just kind of like a, is this really, really? you know, it's just yeah. really, you know. So I was like, and at the time, it's so funny, I was actually dating someone and I'm very, when it comes down to my emotions, I'm, I'm super like, I know how to express them and I'm very in tune with them. So I literally just listened to it and just kept vibing and I was freestyling. Then I got to writing and, and then you. There it is. There it is. That masterpiece <laughs> happened. Yes. So. Okay. Do you find that um, most of your material comes to you that way or do you it do you ha- have like how is your inspiration? Talk about your inspiration process. Yeah, definitely. Um, the way it normally happens for me, especially for Sweet Nothings, like it was some instrumentals that I had that just didn't make it. You know, it just it has to be a vibe. It has to be a feel for me. And sometimes for the most part, I can't just sit down and write like it's me thinking and I'll put on the instrumental and I'm like, OK, I'm vibing to this. Yeah. Okay, you know, I just kind of go. (laughs) You feel it. You have to feel it. Yeah, I have to feel it, you know, Mm -hmm. and even, you know, if I'm in a session and I'm writing, it's just more so like, okay, I just have to be in tune with that, with the beat, what I'm talking about and stuff like that. You know, that's really, I would say, okay, how to describe it. (laughs) So I know as an artist, when I was reading your bio, you juggle quite a bit. Um, and I, and I can identify with that because, you know, having been a musician for gosh, well over 23, 24 years, Mm -hmm. juggling the art of going to work for the man, as they say, the day job being in (laughs) corporate America, but also having the desire to crank out material, um, put a product out in the midst of a crazy busy life already. How, how did you balance that? And how long did it take you to 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 release your first debut oh man it it honestly it took me nine months and it's so funny I always refer to sweet nothings as my baby because of you know the fact that it took me that long but really juggling I I work 10 I was working 10 30 to 7 at the time so I would literally get off from work Mondays Wednesdays and Fridays and I go to the studio shouts out to house house uh, south side house of sound I couldn't talk just get it right (laughs) house of sound on south side south side house of sound yes that's where I pretty much made all my music on sweet nothings okay but anywho yes um I would literally just get off and go straight to the studio. And even times when I was like, man, I'm tired. My producer, Ed, would push me. He's like, no, come on. You know, we got to get it, you know. And I'm so appreciative for that because it was times, man, working corporate and trying to pursue a dream where, you know, it's not much. um, I won't say support because I have a lot of support. Like my family and friends really support me. Mm -hmm. But it's just, you know, it's things that you look for as an artist you go in thinking it's going to be this way and it's not like that at all you have to put in work you have to grind you have to go through the different experiences Mm -hmm. to get where you really want to go and even then it's just like you don't know your destiny until you just you know until it until you're on your way exactly to your destiny yeah and you just got to keep working so i kept working Okay. okay and i just you know i didn't give up and towards the end you know i put in more work. I picked up another job. You know, I just kind of, I was doing a lot, but even now I'm doing a lot, but it's worth it. Mm -hmm. Because you're doing something you enjoy. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. I think that's what, that's what pushes you when you know it's a passion for you. You just keep going. So you're, are you right now enjoying the success, the success of your debut album? Um, it didn't stop there for me. I was not satisfied when I released Sweet Nothings. I'm gonna tell you a secret. I ain't told nobody this. Uh I cried. Like, after I released it on 8-8 of 2018, August 8th, I was like, Ugh. I literally just cried. And it wasn't, I don't know if it was, it wasn't necessarily, oh, I'm so happy. It wasn't, yeah. I'm sad. It was like, I got to do more. Yeah. I got to release more. I have so to you, you know yeah. what that is. It's, it's referred to, there's a, I played this song on one of my shows. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an artist, Taylor McFerrin, Bobby McFerrin's son. You know, don't worry, be happy. Yeah. His son, Taylor McFerrin, um, released a song called Postpartum. And it's the same energy after you put out a project. So after you had this nine-month baby, (laughs) you deliver. Right. You feel the weight lifted off of your shoulders. You did it. 
Right. And then you you released. Yes. And you experienced postpartum. I didn't think of it like that. There we go. There you go. And then it was just kind of like, okay, what's next? So now I'm working on Beautiful Chaos. So you already have a name for the album. Oh, yes. Uh, Listen, I told you we got to keep working. I love it. Yes. So I wouldn't even call I would say this is more of a mixtape because I'm going to be it's it's a lot. It's fun. You know, it's just Mm kind of my generation is into, you know, more, you know, they, they like the hip music and the... So what I'm doing is bringing my R&B soul feel to the generation. So I'm just going to have fun with it. Good. So I was like, good. okay. <laughs> I hope it does well. Um, I hope it's just as good as Sweet Nothings. Yes, thank yeah, you. Yeah, because that's, that's a solid record. For those of you who um, haven't heard it, do yourself a favor. Tell people where they can actually go and download the record. Yeah, you guys can actually find my EP on my website, charitylenique.com, and it's streaming on all musical sites. So iTunes, Spotify, um, Google Play, Tidal, everywhere. So you guys can find it, and YouTube. There you <laughs> go. Yeah, awesome. So, Blue, I know you had a few questions that you wanted to, to uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, toss at Charity Lenique. You know, um, as a lot of people may know, um, <clears throat> me and Charity go way back. She was one of my, well, she still is when she's not busy. Um, she's one of my yes. my model muses. Um, it was probably like maybe, what, six years ago? Um, she was working at ADT, and I remember I came up there to bring her some lunch, and I was letting her hear some music that I was kind of like working on. And I was like, man, you should, you should, you know, do more in this music. She's like, yeah, I want to sing, I want to sing. And um, so then one weekend, I was like, hey, let's go out. And uh, we went out to uh, Secrets. Um, at the time, Duke Duval was the um, club owner. And um, they was doing some kind of event there. And the host I, I, knew, I had a real good relationship with. So, so Charity went up there. It was yes. like a Saturday night. She I'll went up there, and I, I put. I didn't even tell her that she was gonna sing. We were supposed <laughs> to go watch some people sing, and I said, "Chatty, go to sing." And she went up there, and she had uh, was a Beyonce. What was was what was it? No, I remember it was actually a Priscilla Renee song, um, "Hello My Apple," and then ah, I went into. Yeah. Erica Badu, um, Green Eyes. Of course you did. Because I was so, yeah, I was just so, I, I started feeling it. At first I was like, Blue, what? But I'll never forget that <laughs> because Blue is actually, he introduced me to, like, that that night I remember that passion that I felt. I was like, man, this is, I belong up here. Like, this yeah. feels great. So, so it's like he put you in the water. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> now fly, my child. Or swim, swim, my child. Swim. You got Go, this. I'm loaded. <laughs> yeah, we can say that. <laughs> but yes, I'm definitely so grateful for Blue. Like, uh, over the past 10 years, a lot of my opportunities, it stemmed from, you know, our connection and just our friendship and working together. So, yeah. definitely. Um, when I went to the listening party, um, she had a... Uh, a listening party of for an album before she released. A lot of the songs that she wrote about, I was familiar with some of the situations. I was there, you know, we been, me and her been through it. And so to hear some of the songs come to life about situations, you know, I think I think it's very creative and remarkable. Um I, I get mad at her a lot because I think she Wait, hold on a second, hold on. You get mad at her. this beautiful woman here? You get mad at <laughs> You her? don't know her. <laughs> You don't know what I go through. You don't. Faith, back me up. My sister's in the studio with us. Faith, they don't know what we go through with this girl. They don't know. You know why? She, because she's, a, she's an artist. <laughs> yeah, she's an artist. Yeah. But, <laughs> I ain't going to let him do you like that. Thank you. Yeah. No, but. There's a, there's a reason she's like that. No, listen. You got to understand. She is so. She's overly critical about each and everything. Like, each and everything. It, more than me? Yeah, she got you beat. She got you beat. Yeah. What's your sign? I'm a Virgo, so I'm just, you you know, very meticulous and strategic about how you want things done. Definitely. Okay. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Nothing wrong. But um, the questions I wanted to ask you, um, you know, because I, like I said, I just wanted to, you know, let people know the relationship and you know the history. Um, With right now, we're in a climate of music shifting and transitioning. Um, do you feel like you have a few, do you feel like you have a, you have something to share with the world with this new style? Cause you know, I, I know what kind of music you like. I know, you know, kind of the Neo soul and I, I know that's something that you would rather do, but do you feel like you're going to be able to fit in with your new style, new music with what's going with the way music is, you know, where music is going? Mm-hmm. That is a great question. I'm so glad you asked that. Um, 
when I first started, as you know, um, I really, I was so gung-ho on just staying in my, and just in my, just in my lane, neo-soul or just R&B. So as of right now, and it's all of the experiences that I've been through so far in music and the things that I've discovered, I have learned that I have to adjust. So it's it's definitely going to be a lot of different um, sounds coming out of me. It's not going to be the same, you know, R&B, soul, just kind of, you know, neo soul. It may be a little hard. It may be a little trap. It might, shoot, I might even go country one of these days, you know, no. <laughs> No, I'm joking, but I'm not. But anywho, um, yeah, I just I see that when it comes down to my generation or just not even just that just the generation, but just this age that we're in and the music that is trending um, it's definitely going to require me to kind of be a little come out your box. Yeah, your shell. Come, exactly. <laughs> I was looking for the words. I have to come. I have to come out and I have to get uncomfortable, which I'm doing right now with right. beautiful chaos. So mm. I'm super excited. Um, I go to Atlanta in February. Well, next month to shoot the videos for my first single that I'm going to release from it. And it's really, it's probably going to be shocking to people because it's a different me, but I'm like, Hey, you know, I got to show them this side. Yeah. So I'm really excited. Um, I know I was working on a lot of your mar- um, projects, doing marketing and promoting, and um, on, mm-hmm. you know, what happened to the movie that you shot? Like, how, what was the response on that? Because I didn't get to watch the full. I just saw clips. Like, how, what was yes. the response? I know you did a premiere that we was promoting. Right. So I did. I was able to sell um, some of the. Well, I basically brought a few DVDs with me to my uh, Today? premiere the- showcase. No, oh, oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got excited real quick. <laughs> <laughs> what ended up happening is Ed and I, we saw room for improvement, you know, to say the least. Just not even that it was bad. It's just more so I wanted to add in a few more things before I really aired it and put it online. Okay, because I'm actually, I'm going to do that in April of this year. So we're going to have it streaming to where people can actually go view it, you know, have a little, we'll have a system set up for that. But as of right now, it's just kind of in the works still. Is it true that the movie kind of goes along with your album, Sweet Nothings? Yes, it did. Oh. The... The movie is entitled Sweet Nothings as well because it's actually the it's basically the EP is a soundtrack for the movie. Oh, so that's pretty much where we were going with it. However, the movie tells a story, an in-depth story and kind of puts some of the songs that, you know, make sense with the story there. Wow. Um, Last question. And, you know, Damien, you can jump in. Last question from me because I got a million. (laughs) He usually has like four minimum. Yeah, four. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know that in the songs you dealt with a lot of um, mental abuse, um, physical abuse, um, with everything that's going on with this R. Kelly stuff. Um, do you feel like it's important for you to speak up and take the rein to say, hey, I've been through something similar? Not, not that you've been through with R. Kelly. With that, <laughs> right. But um, is it important to, like, you know, like say, you know, kind of be a voice because it seems like from what I'm seeing that women are, are afraid to speak up or to tell somebody, let someone know. Mm-hmm. It seems like that's where the issue is. Like there's a disconnect of saying, hey, this is what's happening with me. Do you feel like you need to step up and say, hey, it's OK to be strong. It's OK to speak up. It's OK to fight back. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that was really one of my intentions with releasing Sweet Nothings. Um, you have to understand, like, I basically put myself out there. I was very vulnerable because I'm talking about real situations, you know. Um, so as of right now, I would definitely consider myself an advocate for women because I know how it feels to be put in a position where, you know, someone or things can make you feel so low. And I just at this time, I just feel like my my inspiration or my message to women is to you know self-love you know love yourself make sure no matter what you always have that confidence within yourself so no one else or nothing else can tear you down you can always build and hey whatever so I'm glad you even said that because I'm actually working on a women's empowerment event mm. um, it's actually going to be in April of 2019 as well Uh-oh. April is a big big little month for me okay. big little month big month for me but yes, um, it's going to be entitled Women Empowered Together. It's just a conference that I'm hoping that it'll be annual. So I'll, I'll name it first annual just to put it in the universe. But it's going to be myself and three other amazing speakers that are going to come. And they'll deal with their own, you know, success stories. But I'm going to talk to women about my story and even why it's important to 
follow your purpose, find your purpose and passion in your purpose and go for that for all you know, you know. So it's just I'm, I'm really excited about it getting everything together for it. Wow. wow. That's amazing. So your, your first quarter of 2019 sounds like it's jam packed. Absolutely. With some creativity, some goals. Um, you, you already you already launching. You running. Oh, definitely. All right. Speaking of running um, and speaking of working out. Yeah. There is a video I saw of you um, mm-hmm. performing your version of Ape Shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She didn't yeah. give me directing credits, but it's cool. <laughs> so you had something to do with that. That was that's the, that's my spot. Yes. What? Blue, Blue me and Bogart Enterprises. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? Okay. Yeah. I, I need to know your thought process. Why you decided to do that? You it, and when I saw it, it it was like right after the song came out. It was yeah. I mean, it was like call and response. You better give me credit right now, <laughs> right now, Big Draco. Listen, I right now it was coming. <laughs> Listen, so it's so funny. Um, so Blue, of course, is my like he wears so many hats when it yes. comes to my career, but. He basically was like, you know what? We got albums. We got to do something hot. You know, you know, you love Beyonce. Come on, channel your cheer, Beyonce. Let's go. <laughs> no, but seriously though, um, he was just like, you know, you need to pick a hot song, and we need to go for it. You need to redo Sexy. it. And I'm like, okay, well, shoot. Let's. What if? What if we? You know. So we basically came up with the idea of doing it at the. She executed. The studio. Oh no, I saw. I saw the execution. I think we did in a week. It took you. Yeah. Yeah, it took a week. Um, Wrote on thanks lyrics. to yeah, we got the lyrics. Well, I did the lyrics, of course. We redid. We redid it. It, of course, recorded me. Mm-hmm. Demarcus is my choreographer. Shouts out to Demarcus. He got me a, a nice little count together, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I was able to get it done and slayed in a week. So. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was a lot of fun, but I'm very athletic, so you know it was like, come on, let's do it. She yeah. really can dance, though. Like she really, like I, I knew her as a dancer, so she really, really, yeah. So what's your what's your type of dance? What do you what kind of dance you like? Oh man, well honestly, ballet and modern really? are my favorite types. Yeah, I was unfortunately unable to dive real deeper into it and go into you know the the extensive parts of ballet but mm-hmm. i enjoy the you know the graceful movement just the, the sometimes technique. i find myself yes the technique there yeah. you go i'm not sure where it is my words you know they're not coming right I, now I, i'm following <laughs> you though I, I'm, I got you i got yes, you yes yeah. but yes um sometimes before i work before i work out i'll warm up and do the techniques plies and you know just different stuff it's very relaxing yeah. so so yeah. a lot of a lot of stretching there for definitely. sure definitely mm-hmm. um so speaking of dancing are you going to be dancing a little bit more on this beautiful chaos project oh yeah you're working definitely on? definitely you promise i promise i'm gonna be dancing more I'm, i might do i'm not a rapper but i might do a little you know you know a little spit okay okay a little spit stop okay but yes I'm, i might definitely be doing a, a lot more of my time i'm gonna try to exercise all of my talents a lot more going forward in 2019 just going forward period and um i have the intentions to grow more throughout all of the projects that i do so you know it's just a process through everything all right so last question why is it beautiful chaos hmm. ah <laughs> ah it is beautiful chaos because ah, so being that we're gonna be i'm pretty much like i said it's fun and what i mean by fun you know I mean, like, I'm going to kind of, again, jump out of my element. I'm not going to be as subtle. Do you you know what I mean? Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. I'm going to kind of be a little more, yeah, yeah. You know, it's going to be a little, you know, a little more. A little little different for Celanique. A little different for Uh Celanique. Yes, definitely. So um, Beautiful Chaos is basically me representing, hey, you know, it's going to be a little chaotic. It's going to be crazy. You're going to be able to turn up and you know, whatever, but it'll still be beautiful. Like, my lyrics are still going to make sense. The vocals are still going to be on point. You know, you're still going to vibe. It's just, it's going to be a little chaotic. Okay. <laughs> no, but it's, it's going to be But it's really going to be fun. Yes, yeah. it's going to okay. be fun. So, I'm just, I'm really excited to release it. I can tell your excitement's coming through this mic. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't wait. So, um, when will we actually hear your very first single? And- yeah, so honestly, what I'm going to say, I'm just going to say to be announced on that because I don't okay. want to give a date. And, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, I'm going to shoot the video next month and I'm aiming to have everything out together. So, okay. that's what I'm wanting Soon. to do. Unless, yeah, unless, of course, me, Ed, and Blue talk about something differently. Oh, um, I got some between- ideas. <laughs> 
So, yeah, more than likely, you know. But just know that when it comes, it's coming. Shake it like pom pom. Okay. <laughs> oh, can you give us an exclusive track? When you can you give us some exclusive? Yeah, I know. We we need you to come back. Yeah, and bring the music so we can put it on the radio. Yes. And put it on the podcast so everybody can hear it. Definitely, definitely. Um, and what I'm going to love about the different tracks that we're doing, I can't wait to do them live, you know. Yeah. Shoot, you know, I, I love taking trap music and performing them in a jazz field. So it's just going to be real fun. Okay. It's, it's going to be All fun. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for stopping by and spending some time with us. And yes. This was wonderful. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I cannot wait to, to experience the beautiful chaos. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. So, from sweet nothings me. to beautiful chaos. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's what we're doing. So, um, <laughs> one one last time before for those of people who have not heard, give us how we can find you and what's coming next. Where can we see you next? Yes. Yeah, so, my Instagram and Facebook page are both Charity Lenique. Um, all of my also you can find my music. I have a website. It's entitled Charity Lenique as well. And I have all of my sweet nothings. And I also have one other song trying to hit me up. And it is, it's nice, but it's my first release. You can find all of those songs on all music streaming sites. That's iTunes, Google Play, uh, Spotify, Tidal, you name it. So, yes, you guys go look for Charity Lenique. I'm right there. Yeah, you'll be, you'll be pleasantly surprised be when surprised. you hear it. I promise. I promise. Are you, are you back on Facebook? Because I know you was <laughs> taking a break. Yes, I did. I took a, I I took a brief. I blocked me. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm blocked. No, 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 no. I took a break um, from social media because I really wanted to see. You know, in the times that we're living in, Everybody is gung-ho social media. That's how we find out our news. That's how we find out everything. And it's so funny. I had a tattoo artist tell me, well, you're going to get left behind because I told him that I wasn't on social media, which is funny. That would be the case if I didn't have people that's mm. always telling me, oh, did you see what this, this what happened? But to my point, it was very, it was needed because I was able to, I picked up different inspiration and I was able to kind of get a different feel to my artistry, I feel like, in the time that I was able to go to the park and enjoy the views by myself. You know, just doing different things by myself or just period and not being so quick to record it. I was able to really, you know... Just be present in the moment. Be present, yes. And that really, that that definitely adds or changes your perspective when you're able to just be present, you know? So, that, so did that help your writing process? Definitely. I've, I, I wrote so much in the past few weeks because I didn't have my social media. So I'm like, well, let me take this out. I planned so much. I did some like, you know, I, I made so many goals. Yeah, it's just a lot that I was able to get done on top of, you know, having time to just sit down and think. So I would recommend that to anybody, you know, not necessarily deactivate. You don't got to go just all on out. A diet. Yeah, just go on a diet, you know, okay. just kind of take a break, you know, maybe not even a whole month, week, whatever. You can just take a day or so just to yourself and write, you know, get inside your mind you know mm -hmm. that's so, beautiful yeah. but now i'm back honey and i'm full force okay I'm back. Re refocused <laughs> she, she went on a fast a facebook yeah, fast yeah. yeah social media fast yeah okay amazing yeah. all right so again thank you so much for coming by charity yeah. um that's gonna do it for us this can you take us out blue if you like what you heard please follow us on social media Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at Taste Test Radio. We also have a website, www.tastetest.live, where you can find all of our old episodes, hear past guest interviews. Taste Test Live is a fully syndicated podcast and is on podcast services such as Apple, Google, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, CastBox, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Yes, and I couldn't say this last week, so I'm going to say it now. If you're listening to the podcast and you like what you heard, like Blue said, Give us a rating, right? Just go rating. ahead and write a review, please. Even just say, you know what? I like it. Five stars. Right. <laughs> and give I'll us give us five star rating. That's our show this week. And I have to. Uh, one last thing is just to say, this podcast is produced, edited, and recorded courtesy of yours truly. That's right. I put a lot of time in. I have one more announcement that I'm super super excited about. Yes. We're getting ready to open up the floodgates for advertisers. Yes. So if um, if you are trying to find a an option or a way to have your product heard, that be it art, music, business, um, consider advertising with Pay Taste Test Live. Yes. Um, we have a, a wonderful platform. We're going to be announcing toward the end of the month, and um, yeah, the next time you guys hear me, I'm going to be back with another guest who is not related. 
Mr. Jason Lamar mm. the day before my birthday. Yeah. And um, so I have a birthday next week. Yeah. I'm pretty excited about my birthday. It's birthday up. I, I, I'm getting ready to throw a party. Oh, yeah. Another one. Ooh. And I'm going to release some music at the party. Yeah. So I'm excited. Y'all, you in church so, to collab? Yeah, I would love to. I really would love to. Yeah. Okay. That sounds like an invitation. All right. Cool. So um, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you guys enjoyed the show today. Um, please go and share this podcast with your friends. Um, retweet. Join us on Twitter at Taste Test Radio, and that will do it for us. Until next week. May your days be sweet and your nights be tasty.